Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thanks for watching the Instant Reaction. For full episodes of the Canon Podcast, sign up as a YouTube member on this channel or go to Patreon.com forward slash the Canon Pod. Hello. Welcome back to the Instant Reaction. Uh, we're back. Welcome back to the Instant Reaction. Um... No George today. George is unavailable and uh, Babs is at the game, unfortunately for him. So uh, they will not be here. So it's just just me. Um, well, look. Well, look. The next Carabao Cup game would have been two days before we go to Anfield away. So that is... That's one positive. Uh, can we find any others? Uh, Kivior looked quite good. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was abysmal, wasn't it? Um, okay, let's try and make some sense of that. Um, I think uh, my main feeling from that game, and I'm interested to see because I think there's going to be loads of loads of different um, responses to this, and, and, and people are going to feel differently about this and, and whatever. This is an instant reaction. I've literally just watched the game. I haven't had time to process it. I'm just giving my thoughts out loud. That's, you know, the title of the show. Um, so, you know, I could be wrong on this and this this could change. But I didn't feel massively like the individuals were to blame. Like, did I think any individual had their best game for the club? No. But equally, I just, my main feeling was when we got to the final third, I was watching it with some friends, how many times we just gave the ball away. You can't do anything in football if every time you get to the final third, you just give the ball away. Whether it's over the top, whether it's Saka passing it inside and, and giving it away, whether it's Erdegaard and slip ball giving it away. Like, it's, you know, um, it's frustrating. Look, I, I personally, I don't massively care about the Carabao Cup particularly. Um, like, if we'd won it, it would have been a bonus. But equally, I'm not that bothered about it i understand those people who are bothered about it and who would be ups upset that they, they think this is a massive um reason to, to a massive opportunity to win a trophy the only reason i don't personally care about that particularly is because if we'd won the carabao cup i wouldn't see that as like well there you go that's proof that this process is working it's just like it feels like a bonus to me um the, the fa cup feels like the first rung of the trophies like it's just such an irrelevant trophy to me um 
obviously we can say that uh, <laughs> when when we're out of it, but you know, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, look, uh, like on an individual basis, I don't think anyone's worth digging out particularly. That's not to say anyone was was faultless. Far from it. Let's be clear. Um, I'll go through the team on an individual basis. Uh, Ramsdale was okay for the third goal. He probably could have done better. Let's be honest. He probably could have done better. I do think the ball hits Kivior and I think it's coming at him. And I think he expects and it just slightly goes up, which is why it looks worse than it is. I think just on, just on, um, on the first watch, I think it gets slightly deflected and sort of t- just goes beyond him. I could be wrong. So please tell me in the comments if I am, but that's, uh, that was my that was my sense. By the way, I'm really ill, which was the worst <laughs> the worst time to have this performance. Um, so apologies if I'm sniffing. Uh, I didn't think his kicking was amazing. Like I thought, everyone was like a four or a five out of ten. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I didn't see anyone and go, "Oh my god!" I actually thought Jorginho played quite well. <laughs> um, maybe sort of a six or seven, but I didn't think anyone had a particularly good game. My main feeling was when we got to the final third. We were so, so poor in that final action. Actually, not even the final action. The action before the final action. Like, that was the that was the main problem, I, I felt, personally. Um, was that was that reverse pass. Like, the moment, the, the final goal, that was the first moment where I felt like we got into a position because of a final pass. And I think it was Fabio Vieira. Um, so, for me, the problems then come back to more collective issues uh, which maybe we can discuss in a second. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for me to like dig out certain individuals, I, I'm I'm not going to. Sorry. Um, yeah, I thought we were really slow. We were really slow, methodical, and my main frustration with Arsenal at the minute is I don't mind how we create chances, whether it's like cutbacks or going long or like you know shooting from distance, whatever it is, I don't mind. Just the thing I can't deal with is the one note just consistently. Pass, 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 pass. There's no one who's going to inject any danger into the play. There's no one who feels like want to take a risk. That was my main feeling. And that's got to come back to, yes, of course the player's got to take some blame. It's like the perennial discussion of football, isn't it? It's like the, who takes the blame? The Glazers, Ten Hag, the players, the whoever. Like, you know, there, there's that, you'll see that in all, it's just a constant cycle of who is to blame. Um, but for me, I, I always personally fall down on the side of the manager and the collective and like putting people in environments and ask, giving people instructions that give them the best chance to go and go out and do something. Um, because as I say, personally, just from the first watch, I didn't feel there was any individuals that go, I go, oh my God, you had a terrible game. Um, so I just felt the slowness and the generally across the board and the inability to for invention. I've got like a working theory at the minute around Arteta and like whether he's a little bit almost that we know what we we, we know what we should be doing so much. Yes, grumpy doctor. <laughs> I'm battering West Ham people. Please do it for all of us. For all of us, um, it's almost like we know what we should be doing so much now. Every player is so clear what the idea is that maybe stepping outside of that and doing something that Arteta hasn't coached is that a problem? I don't know. I, like it's it's a working theory, but I don't know whether that's right or wrong. But it's what I'm feeling. Like it almost looks as if everyone's like, "Well, I know what I need to do." I, it's so clear. The idea is so clear. You stand here, you play this pass here, you make this 
this option. We give them three options here. The left back comes here. The right fullback comes in here. We all know how we're going to play. So is that the problem now, I think? And it's not the same as the roboticness. I don't think it is. I think it's like, it's a different problem now. I think where we almost know the roboticness, I think was because we didn't know what we were doing and we had to follow it to the letter. But actually I felt like the, I felt like the problem now is we almost know what we're doing too much. The players know clear as day what their instructions are. So almost never choose to step out of that, which causes the creativity issues. I, I hope I'm making sense. Um, uh, Robert Pepple, thank you so much for your contribution. I really, really appreciate that. Why didn't Mikel take out Vieira and Zinni at halftime? Zinni was getting cooked and Vieira loves side passing. Havertz was making good runs. Nelson was the best forward today. He kept the ball going. Yeah, I thought, look, mate, like I could come back on all of those. I could say I thought Vieira had some poor moments and some good moments. And I thought Zinni had some poor moments and some good moments. Zinchenko, like, if you're going to, like, should he do better for the for the Kudus goal? Yeah, absolutely. Did we did we all sit here two hours before the game thinking Zinchenko is the best left back defender in the world? No, we didn't. So it's like you get what you're given. Do you know what I mean? You're like sometimes you just have to accept that we're going to concede those goals throughout the season and focus on the bits that he brings. And he didn't bring that tonight. So that's I'm not interested in that particularly personally. Um, Habits was making good runs. I also felt as though again his final action is so off. I think it's I think it's a confidence thing. Um, and I do agree with you on Nelson. I thought I thought Nelson Nelson had a, had a really really good game. Um, Willick three now. L- listen, lads and ladies. If nothing else, we can always laugh at United. Do you know what I mean? Just just take just take a moment and just think. If nothing else, we will always have United to laugh at. It's kind of a it's kind of a nice thing, isn't it? Um, yeah. Look. Um, not good, not good. I, I, we have to give some credit to West Ham, of course. Have to give some credit to West Ham. I thought they defended their box really well. Um, I thought their their sixes did really well. Paqueta, man. God, doing stepovers and like flicking the ball over us and stuff. I'm just like, come on, mate. If that was Richarlison, he'd be absolutely slammed. But it's the, you know, if that was Jacques, he'd be slammed. But you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I wasn't a fan of that at all. Like, I really, I really, really don't like that at all. Um, it's just to me just disrespectful. And with the rice thing, man, I don't know what you guys thought of that, but imagine booing your ex-captain who got bought for what at the time was a British record transfer fee, and I think is still the British the transfer record fee for a British player. I think could be wrong. Imagine booing someone who gave everything for your club, won you a European trophy. If you don't want to cheer him, fine but actively booing every touch because he left West Ham. It's so cringe. Like, honestly, I, I, I rarely resort to that kind of language, but it's like, it's it's because it's immature. It's so cringe. Like, come on. Like, you can't recognise where you are in the football pyramid and recognise that, okay, yeah, I can see that, that this is a step up. He's challenging for titles. Look where you are in the league. Like it's a fact. Sorry, you know, not to sound like Ben Shapiro, but facts don't care about your feelings in this case. Like, you know, like it's it's, yeah. I I find it really bizarre, and I don't know. Loads of them applauded him and stuff, but I did think the fans who were actively booing his every touch was super weird, man. I'm just like, like if 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 Arsenal, if I was at the game and the opposite had occurred, where say we weren't fighting for stuff and our best player went off, having won as a trophy, saying how much he loves the club and he's been given a great opportunity. Yeah, of course it hurts. 
and you're not going to like it, but are you going to boo them actively? Nah, not for me. Uh, I'll come to some of your questions because uh, I think that'll be a good jumping off point for uh, for this. So we need Messi. Well, well, we always need Messi, I would argue. Uh, Messi is good for every every team. What I think the this is the thing. This is what I feel is missing from Arsenal at the minute. It's an it's an unpredictability which comes from things that aren't coached. When you have better players, the reason when we go into these games confident is because we have better players. But to get the best out of those better players, you have to give them a platform for that talent to rise and be better than the, the talent on the other team, right? And I think at the moment, I don't want to go into like, again, I don't want to go to the dictator stuff and all that stuff, but I'm, I think it's it's almost like, Here's your role if you step out of it, especially when you see players like Ramsdale, who supposedly, you know, he's, he said in his Players' Tribune interview, didn't he? He said, I um, I basically, you know, we, Mikel and I were talking on the training ground and I was saying, I, I'm not going to do that. I feel exposed and we found a compromise and whatever. And I think at some point, when do the players get to express how they feel? When do the players get to say, actually, I don't want to play that pass there, even though it's the right thing to do. I think this is, I, I want to try this. And, I'm sure Mikel's idea in the end is freedom, but I wonder whether that balance has just slightly shifted. It's just slightly shifted. I also think, I, I do want to say this as well, we looked like a team who hadn't played together. And if you look at the starting 11, we hadn't. Do you know what I mean? So so that is another part of it. Like, I, th I feel as though the first the first half, we like especially the we were controlling the game, but the final action wasn't good and wasn't good enough. But then it looked like it's because it felt like it was a team who just hadn't played together and they hadn't. Do you know what I mean? So to some degree, I have to accept that. And I also feel, one more thing before I come to another comment, I also do feel um, that uh, the, the the West Ham goals, if you look at them, what are they? A terrible moment from Ben White. Terrible moment. Like, let's be clear, it's not good enough. And, you know, he knows that. We don't need to go in on him. He knows that. Um, but mistakes happen. So fine, you know, you, you hold your hands up. Some of those moments go for you in games. Some of them go against you. You hold your hands up. The second one is fair enough. That's a goal. That's a good goal from them. We should have defended that better. I think Ramsdale could possibly do better. Zinchenko could definitely do better. But it's a good goal. A good take from from uh, from Kudos and Kudos to them. <laughs> um, and the third goal is it's a deflection, in my opinion. It's a deflection and it's straight at Ramsdale. And I think if it doesn't take that last deflection off Kibio, it goes in. So... And they're on the cat. They're playing like prime United. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know. I'm just, I'm not that bothered. Robert Peppel. Thank you so much, sir. Uh, Vieira, Rice, Zinni, Tommy, Nketiah, Erdegaard, Shift Havertz, a striker, and Erdegaard, Rice, and Jorginho for midfield at halftime. Yeah. I, I don't, di I don't dislike that. I, th I, the, the only, I think the Shift Havertz to, to striker thing is, is the main, okay, let's talk about Havertz. It's like I said at halftime, it's like watching a baby driving a Lamborghini. Like I can see what he's trying to do and I can see the actions and some of his stuff is so nice. Like some of his little cutbacks and drives and reverse balls and little flicks around the corner. Some of that is lovely. But when he gets it wrong, he crashes and burns and it looks really bad. I see the vision. And if you can get that firing, if you can get a 6-4 rapid uh, final third facilitator working in your team 
if you have the balance around it of killers, and especially if hopefully when we get like a nine profile that can come in and absolutely kill it, I genuinely think Havertz could absolutely cook. But right now, it's crazy. Is Am I just missing something? If Arsenal doesn't win anything this season, should we should we sack him? And then someone says, no, we shouldn't sack it. Is there genuine conversations about sacking Arteta? Mad. Mad. Um, agree, Max, with you. Uh, Zinni was very slack in terms of out of possession. But again, I said it earlier, like, I, f- I feel like we kind of know that in a way. Like, we kind like, if you're going to this game expecting Zinchenko to defend his shoulder in the same way that Tomiyasu can, you know, it's just, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, just to some degree, like I said it at the beginning as a kind of positive, Khalid, like we've got bigger fish to fry, like in a way, I'm not, I don't want to do that th- that sort of false positivity thing that people do when they're like, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a good thing. It's actually a good thing we went out. It's not a good thing we went out. You want to try and win four competitions, let's be clear. So that that is their headline, but subtitle, I do think in a way, you know, we we, we have a lot of competitions to play. We want to try and go far in the Champions League. We want to try and go far in um in the Premier League, obviously, and obviously in the FA Cup as well. So, like, if we had to go out of a competition, it would be this. What I will say, though, is broadly in Arteta's tenure, his cup competition performances have not been good enough. They haven't. So there's something there. that, that like, like, that's the pattern. Do you know what I mean? Like, tonight you can talk all you want about whatever it is. But I think the pattern is Arteta underperforms in cup competitions. I think we could start to say that with with a decent amount of confidence. I know, obviously, other than the FA Cup aside, but since then, we haven't had a run. Have we got to a Carabao semi-final? I could be wrong. I don't think so. We got to a Carabao quarter-final. Could be wrong. Um, So, yeah, FA Cup, similar. I think we've been knocked. You know, I remember, like, uh, FA Cup against, like, Southampton and stuff like that. Um... Second, if we don't win any trophy and make less than third in the league in the table, uh, I think we'll be out in the semis of the Champions League. We got a semi in 2022. I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, against Liverpool. Yes, of course it was. Of course it was. Um, yes. Uh, we got in between their lines a lot. Jorginho and Zinni were finding Vieira and Haberts, but the final actions were shocking. Yeah, that's basically what I feel. I actually think we had a lot of central access tonight. I think we got into a lot of the moments before the the pre like the the assist if that makes sense almost the 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 click that the moment before that final click that that final like one bang it was like we were getting into those zones but we just couldn't access it all night and i did feel the main problem was just giving the ball away like you can talk all you want about runs in behind and and manipulating defenses and third man runs and all this stuff that we try and cover on the counter like you know the tactical side of the game but if you, it, it, it might sound simple, but if you can't connect with your guys in the final third, you can't do anything. Like, like none of that matters. You, you can, you can, you could just play four four two Sir Alex Ferguson ball. If you can't pass to your mate in the final third, there's nothing you can do. Um, so yeah, uh, Grumpy Doctor says I miss Jacka so much, mate. There was a comp going round of him today on uh, X, uh, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. To some degree, I think you're right, Sean. Um, we need to recognise and appreciate West Ham's conversion. They had a, you know, in terms of they had some really strong moments. Had some really strong moments, and they were, um, you know, they were clinical. I think you know, this is my worry about Arsenal 
broadly um, and was my worry last season is is how quickly we get transitioned on and without Jorginho I think yeah sorry without Rice and without Saliba without those sorts of players you know um, it's going to happen so we're going to have to accept that Mohamed's had a good question hi Mohamed uh, when are we going to play our youth if not in this competition yep yeah I mean <laughs> it's strange because I mean, Artes is kind of in a catch-22 because if he puts the youth out and we lose, it looks like he's not taking the competition seriously. If he doesn't play them and we win, where's the opportunity for them? Because we're getting further and further into the competition and more likely to, to not play them. And if we don't play them and lose, he looks stupid. So you're kind of in a lose-lose scenario. What I would have liked to see is something like like a, a a cameo for someone yeah, even in this like this game there's going to be a point where you can like the last 20 minutes or last 10 minutes or something just to give someone their first team debut um and yeah it's something that broadly i do feel um i do feel Arteta not necessarily struggles with because um but it's something he's not he's not been particularly good at in his tenure at arsenal i don't think i think he's brought through like seven players now with um uh not Kozu Dubri, sorry uh, Sajid junior um I think with Sajid Junior, he's now um, he's brought through seven. He's like Ben Cottrell, Aziz, Balogun, like two or three others. It's, it's not it's not many. Um, FA Cup is our trophy, says SE, and we have to take that seriously. When do we play in the FA Cup? I actually don't know that. Um, yeah, because it, have we we haven't? I'm not sure we played an FA Cup fixture yet, have we? FA Cup fixtures. Have a look at that. Uh, okay, okay. So the first round's happening, sort of over the next uh, Saturday. Oh, oh, this weekend actually. Uh, the first round's happening. Let me put in the Arsenal fixtures. Arsenal fixtures. Um, so we've got someone will be able to tell me in the comments rather than me having to search. But uh, let me search for it. Find it. Someone tell me. Um, uh, Ramsdale faced three shots. That is. Uh, it's slightly concerning. Uh, Billy Griggs, catch 22, pick one and do it properly. He half-assed it and stuck in two minds. Ridiculous, 700 million spent. We're complaining about the squad. Um, I, I hope I explain myself correctly. I'm not complaining about the squad. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, um, and I also don't think he got stuck in two minds. I think I think he didn't play any of the youth. Um, and the, the squad thing is a, is a separate thing. I, I'm not complaining about the squad at all. I think I think Arteta should have done better, 100%. Um Motivation, Rocco Josephson. Apologies if I've spoken, uh, said your name incorrectly. I feel like the team wasn't really motivated today. Yeah, I felt a bit of that. I felt a bit of that. I think from players like White and Gabrielle, I did feel that. The My only real tactical point was I, I felt as though Gabrielle in build-up, so say we have Ramsdale here, Kivior, central centre-back, who I actually thought looked really good, by the way. Um, and what here, Gabriel would often be sort of too wide, and I wanted him to offer more of a of a of a uh, progressive ball. It's a really small thing. It's a really small thing. That doesn't mean we lose the game, but it was the only thing. And I wondered whether maybe he doesn't trust Kivior and Ramsdale as much as maybe he trusts uh, a Raya and a Saliba, which is probably fair. Um, uh, January in the FA Cup, uh, we lack fluidity. Says Sola Morka. Um, I, I would argue. This evening we did a bit, but I think we've had we have bigger problems this evening, and I would say they were in the final third. I'd say we lack fluidity through the season. 
Um, but yeah, and I think Cassie Reddy has said, uh, or Cassie Reddy has said a, a good point. You do notice without Saliba the um, the difference. You do in terms of build up. Um, like sometimes he makes it look really simple, and we just think, well, anyone, anyone can come in and do that. Um, but yeah, you can see that the ease with which he plays out, the the intelligence of his passing, the the tempo of his passing, the detail on his passing, it, you know, it's it's all these little things, passing to the right foot at the right time with the right intention. It's not just a pass. Do you know what I mean? Um, Brian Haining says, Arteta out tonight. Christ. Uh, Dan Bartley says, how would you describe our performance in one word? Um, sluggish. Sluggish. Um, yeah, you said one word, so I'll say sluggish. Uh, there's no aura in our defence without him. Yeah, I, 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 do you know what? I do want to really... Um, <laughs> sorry, Billy, I'll come to your comment, but this one's really made me laugh. Brian Haney, we have a weak mentality. What proper club has a support dog? <laughs> hey, you leave Win alone. She's beautiful. Um, I think Kivior was great tonight, by the way. I thought Kivior was great, and he's always looked good. And I think he's in a bit of a catch-22 because he's not going to get an over Saliba. He's not going to play over Gabriel, I don't think. I wonder if there's a slot for him at left back because I think he could, I think he, he's played in six um, at Spezia. Uh, I think he's got the fluidity in the hips to play there in, in the midfield. I think he's got the talent to do it. I think he's got the physicality and he gives you so much going back. I do think like Tommy Asu's form hasn't helped him because Tommy Asu's been so good. Um, but yeah, so uh, here we are. Uh, Pokemon Go Speller123. We need to have an uncomfortable conversation about Mikel Arteta. This is his team, his midfield. That's 120 million of a midfield. Are we really on the verge of winning anything this season with Arteta? Um, look, I, I understand the frustration. I do. I just and I, I get like I'm not saying anyone's wrong for feeling that at all. Like you just feel what you feel, right? But what I I feel is that um, we've got to focus on long term trends and long term process. And I promise you, I would be with you. I'd have my Arteta out banner right here. I'd have it on the wall here if I felt the trajectory wasn't doing that. Now, nothing in life does that. It does like, ooh, 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 right? You see it in your own personal lives, right? And the the, the general trajectory is good. Tonight, is tonight disappointing? Yes. Were we good enough? No. Am I going to ask myself a question and answer it myself again? Yes. But I, yeah, I, I, I just, I do feel broadly the direction is good. The one thing I will say about Arteta is he often learns pretty much straight away. Um, and I'm if I'm predicting, I think uh I think he was trying to learn from last season with picking a fairly strong team. I think he'll go strong in the cups again, is what I would feel. I think he might take certain players out uh who might not see the light of day until January, possibly go at in the window. Um, yeah, I, I think he, I think, he, I hope he'll be, uh, he'll be, uh, picked out. Any positives from the game? Thank you, John. Uh, less fixture congestion. Having Havertz and a poor Vieira as our central midfielders kind of took off was at the game. We haven't found our midfield and it 
presumably shows. Um, yeah, I, th- I th- <coughs> sorry. I think it's hard because we all we were all calling for adaptability and a different approach and a different um, a different way of playing at the beginning of the season, and then we got it and we got different approaches and got different lineups and different ways of playing and different, you know, um, uh, well, now we're not, but uh, sort of towards the beginning of the season, uh, sort of a more chameleon arsenal. We don't particularly like it. Um, I think it's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to adapt a team. It's like, I described it almost like a business. Like if you're, I, I use the analogy of like a craft beer company. If you have one great beer, if you're Brewdog and you've got like punk IPA, what's stopping M Hauser Brewer or whatever they're called, just copying that basically and doing it cheaper and better. You have to diversify. And even though Punk IPA is drunk really well and is really great, like it's gonna people are eventually gonna work it out and you have to build up kind of market resilience. And I think that's what Artest has done with Arsenal. He's trying to find different ways of getting to the result, but it's clunky at the minute and it's not quite right. Uh Eduardo Acevedo says, Who do you think? will go in January. Win the dog. Get her out. Get her out. <laughs> um, I don't want to make any predictions. I don't want to say anything particularly publicly. Not that it matters. It's football, do you know what I mean? But I, I, I just want, I just look at the Ramsdale situation. I don't, I don't think it's tenable. I don't, I don't think it's, sustainable as it is so either something's got to change or i'm looking at january and saying i wonder i wonder uh let's do a few more questions and then um we'll call it a day uh not win john we're not getting rid of win mate don't you worry don't you worry eddie i don't know and especially with the kind of the 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 touted um money for Ivan Tony, I can't see that happening. I'll be honest. Um, so I don't think so. But, you know, whatever. Bring a cat in. Cats are way better. Um, my family had cats. I'm kind of a dog man now. To be honest, I'm kind of a kind of a dog man. <laughs> we hate cats. <laughs> this is what we're doing to distract ourselves from the pain of the <laughs> of the result. Just like cats v dogs. Let's go. Um. Matt G says, all is forgiven if we beat Newcastle at the weekend. And that's kind of where I want to finish, um, Ben. Look, on to the next one. On to the next one. It's not good enough. We shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't forget. Um, you've just got to take the the positives. You've got to take and take the learnings and move on. And if there were loads and loads of sort of patterns, the patterns that I see, as in things that I felt, things that I felt like, their problems broadly over the course of the season and that we're showing tonight were the one noteness that is a problem. And I'm worried about that hundred percent. The performances of certain individuals, and I will say Kai Habertz, um, because I'm still not sure, just still not sure. Um I don't want to pick him out, the other guy I have yet. Um the it's not Ramsdale. Uh the in a, the, the one noteness is kind of a, a broader thing in terms of like finding different approaches, different ways to win. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so I don't know that th- those are the, really the two or three, I suppose, patterns that I see. 
Um, Mikel not using youth, I suppose, has been seen again tonight. Like, we've got to we've got to try and focus on the patterns because you can focus on oh Ramsdale should have done this or so and so should have done that. But as Mikel always says, it's process, 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 and then you get there. Um, you can't focus on results. You've just got to try and focus on process. Did, and was the process good enough tonight? No. But let's look at that rather than you know kudos having an unbelievable moment. Um, right, let's finish there. Uh, someone told me that they're unsubscribing. Here we go. Moonlight says, you're, you're a dog person. Sorry, mate, I'm unsubscribing. <laughs> right, we'll finish there. Um, go calm down, everyone. Have a cup of tea, whatever you do. I know for some of you, it's like half four in the morning, so uh, or whatever you're doing, or in the afternoon. Um, uh, sorry, just a thing's caught my eye. Daniel Collins, it's results-based business. It is. And if the results over a course of uh, five games, 10 games were poor, you look at that. But I think as any anyone who's, I don't know, I, I, I think when looking, at, when looking at Arteta's tenure, I think you'll notice that the, 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 the focus on the process and doing the right things has got the results right. I think you can't do the cart before the horse. I don't think you can. Um, here we go. I'm depressed too. I'm depressed, guys. Uh, I'm going to go drink a litre of vodka. Dare me to drive. Um, I'm going to go drown my sorrows. What am I going to do? Might go watch Lee Gunner. <laughs> he always cheers me up because he's like so far over that side that I'm just like, how How have you How have you got here? I don't understand it. Uh, what a man. Uh, pleasure, guys. Uh, if you haven't already, please hit subscribe. Please like this. Um, if you want to check us out on Patreon, you can. If you want to check me out, I'm at the different knock. Um, shout out, you dog lovers. And and cat lovers, but mainly dog lovers. Uh, we're out. Subscribe and peace. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.